living, learning, and loving are all experiences that affect each one of us at one time or another. The three L's hosted by myself, Rachel Ann Dine, licensed professional counselor, is here to help you navigate life in a down-to-earth and realistic way, one podcast episode at a time. Be well and live, learn, and love to the fullest. Hi, and welcome back to the three L's. So let me just preface this episode with saying how much I'm grateful that we now live in this age where psychology is so, I believe, in a lot of ways, more relevant and accessible and easily able to be understood. I just really like where the field is moving. And the topic today of really being authentic is also just like setting boundaries. It is one of those hot topics. So today we're going to be talking all about taking off the mask and understanding what your persona is. So let me start with a little background. Swiss psychiatrist Carl Jung is really one of my favorite psychological theorists. He, the premise of his work surrounds the four archetypes that he believes all humans have. So it's the self, the shadow, the anima, and the animus, and the persona. And how these different archetypes manifest themselves in daily life. And so for today, as much as I would love to go into the shadow, because that's my favorite persona, it's kind of like that, mm, I don't want to say negative, but it's the side of us that's drawn towards dysfunction or things that we know we shouldn't be doing, taboo, very fascinating to me. But for today, we're going to stick with the persona. So the persona is ultimately one of Jung's four archetypes that he uses to explain personalities and behaviors that we show the world. Persona is literally the Latin word for mask. And y'all know how much I love those Latin words, hence why I named my practice a Latin word, humanitas. But Getting back to persona, um, Jung proposed that our persona is the mechanism to which we protect our ego. If we're not the proverbial open book and others don't know how we're truly feeling, then the ego does not have as much risk of being injured. I mean, how relevant is this to the way that you live? Um, I, I certainly think that it's a it's a really a defense mechanism almost to kind of keep the persona on in place to protect our egos. Um, and this can be adaptive or maladaptive. So taking it a step further, our persona is a collection of our behavioral characteristics, demeanor, and even ways of speaking that we exhibit to various social settings. So a truly evolved, mentally healthy, and comfortable with themselves individual is able to recognize which parts of their persona are being utilized and ultimately should strive to be the most authentic version of themselves that they can be. 
really drawing on all aspects of who they are and bringing them to every social and personal situation. However, more times than not, the collaboration of persona and authentic self does not occur. So Carl Jung said that persona, the mask or image we present to the world, designed to make a particular impression on others while concealing our true nature. So again, I just have to put that quote out there one more time. So persona is the mask or image we present to the world, and it's designed to make a particular impression on others while concealing our true nature. So consider this particular example. You go to see your favorite musician. They're charismatic, energetic, and super engaging on stage. Afterwards, you wait to meet them, and you almost observe and feel that there's an awkwardness, almost a shyness about them. They seem really uncomfortable. So the juxtaposition of what you have just observed and how they've been on stage versus who they are in real life is quite apparent. So this is very simply the concept of persona. And we, in a lot of ways, perform on a daily basis. You know that your job requires a certain personality type or in order to engage with customers, or coworkers, you kind of feel like you have to turn it on. Um, and so, like I said, I mean, we all to a certain degree have a face that we put on to brave the world. Humans learn that they must behave differently in different settings in order to elicit a certain desired effect. You know, a, a while back, I, I watched a documentary on just who I I really love her, the talented musician Amy Winehouse, where she spoke to the persona in her own terms. So she talked about her overall shyness, how she was actually a person that really enjoyed keeping to herself. But when her fame escalated, it created this discomfort in her, that internal conflict. So when our public personas become so different from who we really are underneath the mask, psychological discomfort ensues. Having to play such different life roles on a daily basis can then become a confusing situation where a person may start to try to escape through maladaptive means, drugs, alcohol, unhealthy relationships, the list can go on and on. So, and to take it even a step further, you know, a lot of times in an effort to alleviate the anxiety that a person begins to experience from not incorporating all aspects of their personality, sometimes the manifestation of discomfort, like I've already alluded to, comes out with substance use, abuse, sexually deviant behaviors, or even calling into work because the stress is just too much. Those are just a couple examples, but it can manifest itself just even with heightened anxiety, symptoms of depression, and that internal disconnect that causes anxiety and depression. So now I'm taking it even a step 
deeper uh, to highlight just my own observations with even different politicians. So think of public personalities that become involved in scandals. And this has been a couple years ago, but it still reigns true for me today. Um, a lot of times when I watch and hear about certain things, of course, I look at it through a psychological lens. But think about the U.S. House of Representatives politician, um, Anthony Weiner, who was involved in several sexting scandals. So he really displayed a public persona of a very vocal liberal politician. This is not me commenting on any particular party. Um, this was just purely based upon what happened with him, but he really developed the persona of not being afraid to voice his opinions on different topics. However, in his personal life, he was really devious and engaged in several scandalous sexting incidents. So one could argue that his shadow archetype, that one that I initially mentioned in the beginning of this episode, was at play here. But, you know, just from my own observations, I also believe that his persona disfigurement and disconnect was the culprit. So it's interesting how when certain people get into the public eye, other people have to also put on a persona to support that person who may have gotten themselves into trouble. So I, I even think of his wife, who to me seemed to have to put on a public persona of support for her husband after those incidents came to light. More power to you. I'm not knocking it, just pointing out how sometimes this can happen. But when these big events happen, I only can imagine what goes on behind closed doors, the conversations that happen, the disconnect between the relationships because somebody's public persona was different from their personal persona. So I hope that this highlights the example of when your public persona and personal persona collide. Um, and like I've already said, so for many, those that are closest to us are also affected. So let's kind of turn the tables a little bit and talk about how to bridge this gap. So the healthiest individual has a clear understanding of who they must be in certain situations. Yet, this is key statement, that person is able to retain characteristics of themselves in all situations. So for example, I know that even for me, I do better with one-on-one -on -one situations. I mean, look at what I do for my career. I meet with people one-on-one. -on -one. So I may be at a get-together, but you're not going to see me entertaining a crowd of people. I feel most comfortable making my way around the room, just interacting with one person at a time, having that really quality, in-depth interaction. And like I've already said, I know that this plays largely into what I do on a daily basis, interacting with an individual therapy client. It's This has been a realization that I've had is that I, I'm not having to compromise who I am in an effort to work. And I come home feeling happy with my interactions. So this is an example of incorporating your work persona with your personal persona and really trying to make those two meld together. So think about who you are at home and who you are around other people or in the public eye. Are they one and the same? 
Are there similarities? Do you come home feeling like yourself? Or do you feel like you're having to wear a mask every day that you leave the house and the mask just does not fit? Only you know and only you can decide what is going to work the best for you. I encourage you, take the mask off and it doesn't have to be an overnight process. It can be bit by bit. So maybe if you're in a work setting and you feel like you've really downplayed who you are, maybe step by step, you really start to show what you like, what you dislike, you develop your voice and see what happens. See how this bears out for you. If you're in your personal relationships and you feel as if you've really put on this persona that doesn't feel authentic to who you are, let's bring it back and do a deep self-examination of what are the traits that you feel the most comfortable showing amongst that group of people If you feel completely disconnected with who you are and how you're portraying yourself, that's a really good indication that we need to do a deep dive into discovering who am I on a very deep level? What makes me happy? What makes me unhappy? How can I bridge this connection? So I'm going to leave you with one of a final quote by... Carl Jung, of course, my favorite, and he says, wholeness is not achieved by cutting off a portion of one's being, but by integration of the contraries. So that to me reads, wholeness and you being your complete authentic self is an integration of all the personas that you have put on yourself on a daily basis. So even if they're contrary to one another, try to bridge that gap by integration of them in a way that feels good for you. So with all that being said, here is wishing you self-discovery and authentic life today and every day. You guys be well and thank you so much for listening in. Thanks so much for tuning in to the three L's today. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe or consider giving a rating, especially on Apple Podcasts, so that more people can find the three L's and tune in as well. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Rachel and Dine Counseling for daily motivation and to request certain topics you want to hear more about. Here's hoping that you live, learn, and love to the fullest.